Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Yeah, welcome in pro wrestling fans here on a Saturday. It is time for the podcast edition of Busted Open Radio. I'm your weekend host, Ryan McKinnell. And joining me as always, we got the world's strongest man, WWE Hall of Famer, Mark Henry. And Mark, it's Royal Rumble season, 24 hours away. And we got plenty to get to here on this episode of Busted Open. And I told you before, it seems like it's a week away. I'm so excited for tomorrow. and, And I still don't know anything. Well, that is what is making it so exciting, Mark. The, the the questions are abound. Who is going to return? Who is going to win? We got two championship matches, and then we also got the Royal Rumble. And you know when the Royal Rumble comes around, Mark, we start getting names thrown out. We got names like John Cena. We got names like Ronda Rousey. We got names like Becky Lynch and Brock Lesnar. Everything is on the table heading into 24 hours, and that's part of the reason that makes it so exciting. Plenty more on the table. We don't know what's going to happen. We know Edge is back from Monday. We had a great week of professional wrestling as we talk about Monday, Mark, and it wouldn't be a Saturday show if we also didn't give our listeners out there our weekly winner for the best show that was in the week of professional wrestling. Royal Rumble, picks and predictions, weekly winner, all that and more here on this edition of Busted Open. Sit back, click play. Let's get it going. Let's go, pro wrestling fans, here on a Saturday it's Royal Rumble season. Let's get it going. Welcome in. Busted open here on a Saturday. I'm Ryan McKinnell, as you just heard, per usual. And joining me out of the, well, the blue corner down there in Austin, Texas, the one and only WWE Hall of Famer. He is the world's strongest man. He is Mark Henry. What it is, Mark Henry. How you doing, buddy? Man, it is Rumble. Easy. Season. All right. There, there we go. There we go. Thought you were going to yeah, get out there for a second. Yeah. Right. I, man, I'm excited, man. We got this Rumble talk, man, and what went on on SmackDown last night and the, the State of the Union, if you will. I like it. Um, you know, I always, we say State of the Union, but, you know, we, we weekly winner is what we call it. You know, we got a lot of, a lot of stuff to get into today. I gotta be honest, you talk about weekly winner, of course, uh, weekly winner coming up in hour three, Mark, as you referenced, where we give you the best show that was in the week of pro wrestling. Uh, tight race, man, tight race. I, I gotta say, this is probably the closest weekly winner that I can remember in quite some time. So I'm kind of excited for hour three in that regard, because I feel like, Mark, when we head into weekly winner, I got a, I got an idea of kind of where we might be going as we head into a show like that. Um or as we head into our, a show like this on Saturday, I usually have a good idea where we're going or where the nation might be leaning. I got to be honest, I don't really know. And it's kind of like Royal Rumble, Mark. I don't know who exactly is going to win weekly winners. We head into hour three, and I got no idea who's taking home no. the Rumble in 24 hours, men or women, Mark. No clue. None at all. After last night with the women, yeah. I can see Bianca Belair winning, like giving them another major player somebody to go into WrestleMania fresh and 
Um, I can see that, but brother, the men, no clue, no yeah. clue. I'm as blind as a bat. <laughs> well, you may be blind. I may be a little bit blind. It may be up in the air. We may not know exactly what's going to happen, but we can certainly talk about it. We can certainly take picks and predictions. We can certainly give ours throughout the show. We're going to do our best to break it down because uh, there is a lot of table. There's a, or there's a lot on the table, Mark. There's a lot of meat on the bone, as we like to say here on a Saturday. And like you said, you know, we're coming off a good uh, go-home show last night in SmackDown, and it ended as we talk about we don't know where things are going to go exactly. Um, there's you know, undoubtedly going to be returns and, and surprises. And, Mark, we got a return and a bit of a surprise last night when SmackDown closed the show, and that was a yeah. returning Braun Strowman. And, man, we've been asking for it for a long time. Take the shirt off Braun Strowman. Show off that work. Terrify the <laughs> the world at large. And that's what we got last night, a jacked returning Braun Strowman reminding everyone that, oh, yeah, he can be a force in 24 hours at Royal Rumble as well, Mark. Braun Strowman looked like a million bucks. I mean, God dang. I mean, he was yoked, <laughs> jacked, whatever you want to call it. The dude, he, he you can tell he's been really working in his time off. Yeah, he looked good. He looked good. He looked good. Now, does that mean that Braun Strowman's going to take home the uh, the Royal Rumble victory on Saturday? That's anyone's guess. But but it doesn't mean we can't pontificate. We can't throw it back around, and we can't get to the bottom of things, at least by the way we see it. So, Mark, I'm going to throw it out to uh, the nation. I want to hear what they've got to say. I want to hear what you've got to say over the next three hours as well, of course. But I want people's pick for the Rumble, who they think's going to win, who they want to win, and a dark horse pick. Because I think that's where things get really interesting, Mark, when we start talking about the dark horses. Maybe a Ronda Rousey for the women. Maybe a oh. Brock Lesnar for the men. There's a lot of what-ifs and a lot of things that could happen. And, Mark, i got to be honest. As we head into this new era, uh, something that uh, I haven't gotten to talk about, I think it, it broke on Monday or Sunday of uh, you know after the Saturday show last week, the Peacock deal which is a huge deal uh, for the WWE, for the professional wrestling world. A billion dollars, five years. This is a big Royal Rumble. This is a big WrestleMania season, Mark, for that reason. I, the, the, the shadow the, that looms large of that deal, I feel like on some level is going to influence the way this Rumble plays out and, 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 and Mania, and I'm excited for that. It feels like a big time in pro wrestling history. Man, I, this is not only a big time in pro wrestling history, this is probably one of the largest times for the WWE because you don't have a one clear and present danger. Mm. And the closest thing they got is is Roman Reigns, which he's doing a hell of a job, but he's already the champ. Right. He's already the champ. If, if he wasn't the champion right now, then you could say, wow, it's going to be Roman Reigns because he's got to be in Mania. Well. But – we know that already. Now it's everybody else is like, I, I, damn, it's, 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 it's so confusing, even putting speculation together and, and, and bringing out dark horses, as you called it, with Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Like, that's not a given. It's not a given. It's, it's, nope. it's, a, it's an option. It's a good one. It's an option. But still, like you said, in the air and that's why we love it the questions right the the anticipation now uh we talked about lesnar a little bit right and 
I was listening to the show yesterday with you and Dave LaGreca. And one of the things that Dave said that, you know, kind of raised my antenna was his thoughts on Lesnar returning. And he said it was too early. Said it was too early to have, not necessarily to have Lesnar return. I don't think that was the exact wording he used, but to have Lesnar potentially win the Royal Rumble and then face off against Roman Reigns, right? That that the idea that, that, that that's something you build towards, that that's something you do for next year, whatever the case may be. Well, Mark, I go back to the Peacock deal. And that is, again, a billion dollars over five years. Uh, it is this, you know, kind of monumental, feels like this monumental kind of deal in, in, in pro wrestling history and WWE history, right? You want to get off on the right foot. You want to, you know, draw eyes in. Um, I, I Listen, I, I think the plan was, and I don't have any inside information, just the way that I, it kind of felt like it was going with this Samoan dynasty storyline, the bloodline. It felt like it was, we talked about it on the show, Mark, that, that you know, it was going to be, potentially the rock and Roman reigns and telling that story into WrestleMania. We acknowledge that's not going to happen because that's something you want a full stadium for. It's uh, you know, it's something you want the, you want the, you want everything the best that you can possibly be for a story like that. But Mark with the Peacock deal, you need something big. You need something to draw them in. You need something that they can really sink their teeth into. And I can't help but think the next best story and one that not, I mean, would it be nicer to have a full building? Yes, it, it would be, but a struggle between Heyman the rock or excuse me Heyman Brock right and what we're seeing happen with what Heyman's doing right now with Roman Reigns that is probably the next best story you can tell outside of Roman Reigns and and and, and the rock I, I just feel like that's a great story that that can do right by the Peacock deal that can draw eyes in and can and can basically pop us to in 24 hours as we head into Royal Rumble because that's a story that I would enjoy seeing and I think it makes sense Mark because again monumental time in the business you need monumental superstars you need history that feels like history to me it, it feels like history it feels like something that is bigger than uh the wrestling business is yeah. and and that's what you want for that spot but um I don't know maybe it's it's a case of uh of getting your hopes up. Yeah. You know, yeah. like I, I feel like <laughs> um we're fantasy booking and what we want and what they have planned and what they've kind of steered us in the direction of that would be completely different. Because right now it's like you see last night. Okay. All the guys that were out there in the in the main event, you talking about the six man tag that ended SmackDown? That ended up a twenty five man tag, whatever. <laughs> but the original, it, the original six: uh, Nakamura, Cesaro, Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles. I'm missing a couple in there, but all all six completely. Like I think I said it last night on Twitter. Any mark in the world would be okay with any six of these men winning the Royal Rumble. Right, and and yeah. that's that's what they they've steered us toward. Mm. The variety, the the suspense, the not knowing, and I think that that's that's a good thing. Like we've been needing some of that um, for a while now. I I, I I like feeling like I don't know shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I like I like the thought of man. I, I don't know. Like I normally have pretty much a good idea of what's gonna happen. <laughs> And I'm just like y'all. Well, I don't know nothing. I'll tell you what. Not one oh. word has been said. Guys are like not talking. They're, is they're that not rare? even. Is that rare? It's rare. 
And yeah. and they've been telling me, I think they've been telling guys, hey man, don't hint on nothing on social media. Don't even hint. Don't say, don't even say I'm winning, even though you think you're going to win or you know you're not going to win. Whatever. They, they have said, don't say anything. And that is what's happened. Nobody's saying shit. And it, it is... It's actually pretty fun. Yeah, it's <laughs> exciting. I would, I would prefer I know, that. I don't know another way to put it, man. It sounds yeah. really. Is is is. I'm I'm enjoying it. I really am. Well, hope springs eternal, right, Mark? We had our friend Lindsay from New Jersey calling yesterday and was talking to you and Dave, and she was talking about how you know Royal Rumble is her favorite pay per view of the year, even over WrestleMania. And I said it last year, and I'll say it again. I agree with Lindsay, and I agree with anybody who says that Royal Rumble is my favorite pay-per-view of the year, even over Royal, uh, even, excuse me, over WrestleMania. And Mark, a big reason why, hope springs eternal. Everything is on the table. You don't know what is going to happen. There's all that excitement and curiosity and wonderment, and you know it's going to be building towards the biggest card of the year, but it's that unknown factor, right? We haven't had the chance to have our hopes let down. We haven't been sad yet. It's all on the table, and it's all very exciting. And I think, you know, as you talk about, you know, a Hall of Famer, a, a talent yourself, and you're obviously very much plugged into that world the fact that you know you're not hearing rumblings no pun intended the fact that you're not hearing any sort of chatter that gets me excited because you know when you don't know that means we don't know it means everyone doesn't know and again it's just a better product for everyone i like this i like the fact that you don't know i like the fact that there's crickets on the talent set yeah I, I think that that's the way it should be yeah that's the way it used to be back in the old days like you know people were prideful about everybody knowing what's going on like keep it quiet. Like stop trying to be friends with everybody and be liked. It's, that's that's what the thing is. Like a lot of these people, they want to be liked, yeah. and this has been like the the thing that I've enjoyed the most. And since the whole um, pandemic hell that we living in uh, is taking place, like I'm really loving the fact that I don't know that I'm yep. in suspense. It's like us uh, watching a suspense thriller. Or watching season two of Mandalorian and you never know where it's going to go. And then it closes on season two and you're like, wow, that went somewhere awesome. Exactly. That that's, went the, somewhere that, awesome. <laughs> that's the type of storytelling that we love here in the professional wrestling world. 877-344-4893. 877-FIGHT93. You know the deal, Nation. We want to hear from you. Who's going to win the Royal Rumble? Who do you want to win the Royal Rumble? And who's your dark horse pick? And this goes for both the men and the women. We'll be taking your calls throughout the entire three hours. There's plenty more busted open on the way. We are just getting started. We got more SmackDown to get to, and that is exactly what we're going to do when we come back after the break. Hello, SiriusXM. This is Pat McAfee. Starting Wednesday, my show is coming to Mad Dog Sports Radio. If you don't know me, here's a resume. I used to kick balls for a living. Sometimes I do comedy. I'm an undefeated professional wrestler except for one match. And I do a radio show where I'll entertain the living hell out of you with sports takes and some stories from my crazy life. The dumbest sports show to ever exist, The Pat McAfee Show. We're on weekdays from noon to 3 Eastern starting Wednesday on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Channel 82, Amazon Alexa, Google Assistant, or however the hell you stream in your house. Strowman was suspended after Survivor Series, but apparently the monster of the men is back. Oh my God! Cesaro 
declared for the Royal Rumble match? Oh my goodness, it, it does. Yeah, you heard it right there. The monster of Mun Men, Braun Strowman, making his return after a couple month hiatus last night on SmackDown. And Mark reminding everyone just how terrifying the monster of Mun Men is and just how serious of a threat he is going to be in 24 hours as he officially makes his entrance into the Royal Rumble last night, marking his territory, if you will, Mark. The dude is back with mm. a vengeance. God, he looked, man, he looked bigger than he ever has. He looks like three of me. <laughs> <laughs> I told my wife as she was walking, uh, she was watching last night. I was like, see, baby, isn't it nice that you're, you're married to, you know, I'm basically Braun Strowman. I'm, I'm, I'm the same weight. I'm just like a foot and a half shorter. Same beard, same bald head, just uh more compact size. Uh, compact size. <laughs> I got a nab. Yeah. I got a nab, Mark. Stop talking shit, man. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> Excuse me. I would call it a keg. A keg. Yeah, okay. Well, that's, you know, it's kegs are sturdy too, man. Kegs are sturdy too. All bellies matter here on a Saturday. All bellies matter. <laughs> uh... <laughs> on a Saturday here on Busted Open. What do you think, Mark? You want to add out to the nation and get their picks? We got who they want to win the Royal Rumble, who they think is going to win the Royal Rumble, and I want dark horse picks from everybody because that's always fun because last night, Mark, like, listen, no one was even talking about Braun Strowman until he showed up last night. Another reminder, and I'm sure there's more people out there that we're forgetting. There's got to be. Well, let's get to them and see who what, what people say. All right, let's start with our guy in Nebraska, Anthony in Nebraska. Happy Saturday, Anthony. What's up? Oh, my goodness. You guys teed me up first, like, for real? Okay. That's fine. <laughs> Wait, were you, was was that un, was that unexpected, Anthony? Totally unexpected on a sat on a, on, a, on on for first call, but yeah, uh, I have an ab too. I've got one good ab. I, I feel you on that. Totally feel you on the one good ab. <laughs> All so, bellies matter, buddy. We, yes, they do. So we were zooming last night. We got into this convoluted freaking, you know how we do if we had the pencil. So. <laughs> We were thinking everybody in our group wants Rhonda and Becky back on Sunday for some, we don't mm. think we're going to get Rhonda because there won't be a crowd. But if we do, everybody's like, somebody was like, well, you got to bring her in at like 29 or 30. I'm like, no, you got to bring Rhonda in at like 15 and let her clean house. I was like, because she's not there to, to just like throw four people over the rope. She's there to take everybody out. Mm. But we also feel that Becky comes back, Becky will get tossed, but Becky still deserves a shot at Oscar's belt. Because Becky gave that belt to Oscar, even though Oscar had to earn it back. Oh, I like it. Still it's still technically Becky's title. And then our our uh, surprise entrant for the women, like totally off, Taya Valkyrie. All right. Well, 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 well technically, technically it's... Oh, did I lose you guys? No, you're, no, you're still you're, there. You're Mark, just... Mark's just checking I'm, out. I'm just, uh, I'm having technical issues. Um ah. Technically, it is Oscar's title, um, it, it, but she did win it. Becky yeah. has the uh, right. Uh, um, if, if Oscar still has that title, then Becky has the uh, rematch clause, right? Because that's, she that's... she had to forfeit the title, so right. that's that's a different case altogether. 
And, and Anthony, I like the storytelling that you're talking about there. That's a way to get people excited. Right. And it, and we, we, in terms of, in terms of Becky, it, it, it's a way to use her, have her take an L, but it's not an actual L because the story is still there and she's still strong. And I love exactly. your point. And I love his point about Rhonda coming in. You know, she does. First of all, you also kind of need to reintroduce her. She's been away for a little while. Show that she's still got that piss and vinegar come out and clean house and Anthony. And thank you for the call, buddy. Happy Saturday. No problem, as always, man. we love here. We love hearing from you, man. Um, and I'm glad you broached this subject because, Mark, I, I got a thing. I, listen, I think we can all agree there's no way in hell Dwayne Johnson's coming back in 24 hours. That's the one name that I know people would, you know, theoretically, oh, that would be great. The Rock returns. Get it out of your head. That definitely isn't happening without a full 80,000 to 100,000 people at an arena. It's just I, I guarantee you that's not going to happen. But I can also no. say pretty confidently, Mark, with this NBC deal, they are going to be throwing everything and the mother effing kitchen sink at this pay-per-view. So you want to talk about Becky? I think she's coming back. You want to talk about about Rhonda, I think she's coming back. You want to go down the men's list? I think Lesnar's coming back, and I wouldn't be surprised if John Cena's coming back. I think but we are you, going to get. Think, do you think Ryan that for a million dollars or for one point five, you can make that offer to the Rock to come and show up with <laughs> the Peacock money? I mean, it's a okay. billion dollars. Oh well, hold on. Now you you make a good point. Do, showing up or entering does, the rumble. Does the did, rock? Yeah. Does the rock have something that he's working on right now? Because if he's not working on a project, and he can make a cool meal just for showing up and being a part of this whole peacock uh, airing, like you know, like the launching. I think I might take that million. What? Uh, what is? Oh man, I just I just went to the Google machine because I'm quick like that. Guess what? Uh, premieres on February 16th on NBC. No, the Young, the young Rock. Rock. Yeah, the young it's an NBC Rock. show, and it's two weeks before WrestleMania. <laughs> oh snap! Or whatever it is, I not two weeks, but it's February sixteenth. I don't know the. I shouldn't have said that. I don't know the exact date of Mania, but it is smack dab in the middle of Mania I season. I hate that you even brought that up because <laughs> you brought it up. You're the one that's talking about a cool million. What's he got on the table? And I was like, well, Damn he's it. got the Young Rock on the table. I was like, wait a minute, is the Young Rock going to be on NBC? Oh shit, it's going to be on NBC, which is Peacock, which is the family, which is Mark makes a point. Listen, I'm not saying the dude has to enter the rumble. Even, I can't be mad at you now. I, it was my fault. <laughs> Because I actually read for the part of Junkyard Dog in in, in the Young Rock series, really, and and didn't get it, and I was my heart was broken. I'm sorry, buddy. I wanted to be JYD, brother, so I could go out there and show the people whoa what time it is in Louisiana. <laughs> I would have. I think it would have worked. You could have had the could have had the chain. You could have. You already oh, got ooh, the beard. <laughs> Well, maybe I there's some still, maybe, maybe Sasha can still pull some strings for you for the Mandalorian. Maybe, 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 okay, Young Rock is closed, but I still, I'm holding out hope my guy can get on the Mandalorian. I'm trying, man. I'm trying. I know. I'm, I'm pulling, I'm pushing buttons and pulling strings and everything. <laughs> All right, <laughs> let's head back out. Let's head back out to the phone lines. Let's catch up with our pal Bama Dave holding it down in Alabama. What's up, Bama Dave? What you got for us? Good morning, Ryan and Mark. How y'all doing today? Morning, Good, buddy. Man. 
Hey, I'm doing great as well. I, I was completely, you know, done with the rock with the rock coming for this year. But Ryan, why'd you have to do that? Yeah, it's not me. It wasn't even me. It was Mark, man. I wasn't even thinking about it. So now we now we got the conspiracy <laughs> wheels turning. Now our juices are flowing. Now we're excited. And yeah, maybe Dwayne yeah. Johnson shows up tomorrow. My God. Yeah, no kidding. Mm. I, I I love what I love what Anthony said. I mean, my favorite female wrestler of all time is Becky Lynch, and of course, the one match I have to see with her before I die is Becky versus Ronda one on one. We have to see yeah. it. I would yeah. love to see that happen this year. But if we're talking, if we're talking, what you guys wanted, are we doing men and women or just men? Do men and women give us both, man? Why not? Okay, for for the women. So I'll go ladies first. Yep. Uh, for for the women who I want to win, Bianca Belair. I think I think I think she's on preach. fire. I think she, preach. I, I, th- I think I think I think. Come on, the EST versus the Boss. Who doesn't want to see that? I'm with you. You'd have to be a very very mean <laughs> and sadistic individual to not want to see that. That's going to be awesome. Uh, who I think is going to win? There's going to be surprising to a lot of people. I think it's Bailey. I, really? I, I think that. I, I think WWE wants to see Bailey versus Sasha on the biggest stage. I, I, w- right. I, I think they would. I, I think they might want to reignite that rivalry and let them have one more Iron Woman style match on the big stage. Okay. I don't, I don't you know, know. They, what that they have be. had some classics though. Yeah, exactly. So I think That's they may want to go one bank. more time. Yeah, the sleeper for the women. I'm going to go Nikki Cross. If you haven't watched her Twitter account, the promo she's been cutting on how she's been overlooked and how nobody's been using her and she's had no time to do what she wants to do and how she was always in Lexi's shadow. I think there's something there. They, they may they may have an undercurrent happen. She's a sleeper. Nobody's talking about her. But that's something okay. I think would be a little interesting. On the men's side, who I want to win? Edge. Uh, good yeah. grief. He sold me so hard on Monday. And uh, I don't want to see Spear versus Spear, Goldberg versus Roman. Spear versus Spear, Edge versus Roman. And Roman eliminated Edge from the Rumble last year. Mm. That, that that that's an interesting story there, and I think Edge could be an easy guy that could cement Roman on the big stage if we if we don't get Roman and Brock or Roman versus Rock, uh, who I think is going to win. Uh, th- this is funny to me. I think the WWE may be for the first time in a long time giving us exactly what we think. I think Daniel Bryan, first person to declare. I would not be shocked if he goes all the way and wins it and uh, the ultimate underdog versus the ultimate bully at WrestleMania. I think uh, Roman versus uh, Daniel Bryan would be interesting. And uh, I might need you guys to help me here. My sleeper pick is Keith Lee, but we haven't seen him in like three weeks. And there's been rumors that he's been sick, possibly a COVID exposure. Do y'all know anything about that? I don't know. Mark, I I don't know anything about yeah, I don't know anything about that, but I would love to see Keith Lee. And if he doesn't win, I would love to see him in the final four tossing people around and sort of having, you know, some shine on that if he does find himself uh, in that situation. Hey, Dave, thanks for the call, man, here on a Saturday. We appreciate it. Hell of a call. Something to think you about. You too, man. Y'all, y- y'all are doing great. Have a good show. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. Um, listen, uh, Mark, when he talks about, you know, the the possibility, you know, talks about that promo that Edge cut on Monday. No question. That was one of those babyface promos that just gets you all up in your feelings. And then he, and then he mentions Daniel Bryan potentially taking on Roman Reigns. He, here's the thing. The work that Roman Reigns is doing is spectacular. We can all acknowledge that it is some of the best that we've seen in, 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 in modern history. I mean, it just, it stands out in a real, real way. Right. Yeah. What I would like to see Mark is 
I think we all acknowledge that this is building to a return of fans, not this year, but a year from now, a full rebuilding of fans, a return potentially of Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I want to see Roman Reigns stay the champion that entire time. I want to see a, a, a year and a half plus reign. I want to see a historic reign, and I want to see him I want to see, I mean, I'm okay with us praising the work he's doing, the villainy. It's all great. But I want people to really hate this dude, like really hate him. I want to see the heat on him that he had when he was a baby face and these marks were out here booing him out of the building. I want to see mm -hmm. him get a boot out of the building again, but I want to see it for the right reasons. And the best way to do that, Mark, is either one of those guys, Edge or Daniel Bryan. I don't, I don't really, I think Edge you probably get a little bit more out of, but I could be wrong because of the prior history with Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns. I don't really know. But what I do know is Roman Reigns kicking the shit out of Edge or Daniel Bryan in a dastardly way at WrestleMania in a classic match, right, is going to do wonders for that heel character of Roman Reigns, and I would really like to see that. Wow. Golly. We can't lose. As That's a, fan, a great point. Yep. As a wrestling fan, like, yep. where, where are we going to miss out? At what point do you miss out with Edge? Do you miss yep. out with Daniel Bryan? <laughs> do you miss out with Shinsuke? Do you miss out with Cesaro? Big E? Miz, Miz got to use the briefcase. Win or lose, he's got to use it. So we're going to get something where Miz goes, I I'm, I'm going, I'm going. And he's going to get his ass kicked or he's gonna, we're going to get the Miz. And we're not even mentioning the Miz yet. Well, I mean, you just did, but that's another man who's whose shadow, You're along welcome. with with Strowman, uh, along with an edge, Miz looms large. Oh. And we just don't know, Mark. We just And that's the best part. We've talked about it we now for a couple know. weeks. As we, yep, as we talked about it for a couple weeks, we're heading into this WrestleMania. Dave and you guys have talked about it all week. The unknown factor heading into this Royal Rumble. It's exciting. It's got people intrigued. And yeah, all those returns that are out there. We're not going to get all of them, right? But we're going to get some, and it's definitely going to add to the curiosity as we head into those final numbers as we build to the final four here in just 24 hours. All right, let's take one more call before we go off into break. We got Jeff in South Dakota wanting to join the conversation. What's up, Jeff? Morning, gentlemen. I got me some uh, baby back ribs with JR barbecue sauce broiling in the old slow cooker in the truck this morning. Hey, pop, pop for JR. What's up, Jim Ross? Yeah, hey, uh, I kind of agree with Bama Dave, so I'm going to have to just flip the script and go with who I don't want to see win it. Okay, I, I like that. I don't want to see Edge, even though I like him, and I don't want to see Daniel Bryan, even though I like him. Well, now so hold on. Wanna, I'm gonna. I want to I, I, I hear why you don't want Edge. So let's lead with that. Let's. I want to hear why you don't want Edge because I haven't heard anyone say that. It, it's for the same reason for both. Not okay. because they're not talented enough or they're not big name enough. I want to see the WWE start to get away from bringing back Hall of Famers and old guys to go against top talent. I want to see them start okay. building upper middle big name talents like i want to see big e win it i want to see the miz possibly win it because i think it would be a great storyline that miz can have the briefcase and have the win of the royal rumble and say i can go after either and both and uh my dark horse would be if oh well you're gonna think it's crazy being a dark horse but i want to see it be braun Strowman as a dark horse and i say he's a dark horse only because I don't remember a lot of Royal Rumbles being won by the biggest guy. Mm, that's a good point. And, Oftentimes it's the, about the number of the eliminations. They're used as a sort of a nightmarish figure, but you're absolutely right. They don't, they don't oftentimes bring home the title or bring home the, the win at Royal Rumble. That's a good point. Right. And my women's one is I'm with Bama Dave. I, I think 
uh, Nikki Cross would be great dark horse. I always liked her work everywhere she's been. I think Bel- uh, Bianca Belair de- deserves the win because she's been on the front burner. She's been on the back burner. She's been everywhere in between. She's paid her dues. She has every ability that you would want to be going against either one of the heavyweight champions. She has the charisma. And uh, my dark horse, I'm going to go with it's going to be uh, Alexa Bliss. Smallest girl. It's almost a replay of the 15-year anniversary of when Rey Mysterio was the smallest guy that won it. Yeah, good call. And thank you for the call, Jeff. We appreciate it. And listen, right. you, you talk about Bianca Belair. That's what I want to talk about next because last night, Jeff, on SmackDown, as you saw, as Mark saw, as we all saw, Bianca Belair going out and getting a career win. Hey, everybody. This is Fran Freshella, host of the podcast World of Basketball. The game of basketball has truly become a global game. Markovic buys it in to Mickey, and somehow it goes in. Each week, I talk with the players, coaches, and executives who have led the way in growing the game of basketball around the world. Real Madrid have stolen victory from the jaws of defeat. Episodes are available every Thursday on the SiriusXM app, Pandora, and Apple Podcasts. I want to hear from you picks and predictions heading into the Rumble. I want to hear your your picks for uh, the Royal Rumble winner. I want to hear who you think is going to win. I want to hear who you want to win. And I want to hear your dark horse picks for the men and the women. And as we get along throughout the hour, I also want to hear your thoughts on these championship matches as well. Because there is, well, there's a lot that can happen. A lot of fallout. Uh, potentially on the table as we head into WrestleMania, or excuse me, as we head into Royal Rumble in just 24 hours. And we heard that classic moment between Batista and John Cena. Also want to get your thoughts on favorite Royal Rumble moments. That's right. I want to dive back in a little bit of history and uh, take some inventory. Memories from the past, uh, things that stuck with you. Ric Flair taking the title back in, what was it, I think 92? That definitely stands out for me. That was one of those moments where, I mean, obviously it was player showing up in the WWF and there was all the different sort of ramifications of that. And, you know, you talk about, you know, even, you know, great Royal rumble moments, another one. Um, and it's not, <laughs> it's not, I mean, for a lot of people at the time, you wouldn't say it was great, but Batista winning and then setting up everything that we saw with Daniel Bryan heading into uh, WrestleMania 30 and, and, and the yes movement. I mean, it, it really set the groundwork for what we're living today, so um, or what we're hoping for today. We're still very much living a carryover from that era. As we head into, Mark, in 24 hours, Daniel Bryan, he was the guy that a lot of people wanted to win in 2014 and 2015, and we were five or six years later, still the guy. We're still pointing at the screen, right? Pointing up there, saying, yes, Daniel Bryan's still as strong as ever, Mark. Listen, man, I'm, I, I, was, I remember being in Seattle at the Yes Movement when it started and the the ring is so full of people and right you you talk about having moments in history when Daniel Bryan talks about right now this might this might be my last shot yeah at doing something that I never did before because he can see the light at the end of the tunnel. He's pointing to the – he's doing the Mark Henry without the jacket. Okay, yeah. He's letting it be known. And we will look at this moment – we'll look at that moment in Seattle in the ring with the um, all the people. The ring breaking, I think, 
I think the ring broke. And the yes movement starting. Yeah. Like it's a historical moment in pro wrestling. Guys in the 60s and 70s and 80s and 90s would have loved to have that moment. But it didn't happen then. It happened for Daniel in the 2000s and it's going to be one that'll just the just the one word. Yes. And pointing up with both <laughs> hands. And I I just, man, I, I thought that that carried, his career was cemented already. Daniel Bryan would have yeah. been a Hall of Famer without it. Yeah, yeah. But look what we have. This Yes movement is, is, is still as big as it ever was. And when he's done, um, one more time, guys, for Daniel Bryan on his way out. And they're going to do it. Everybody's going to do it. Every time they see him, they're going to do it. And I think that how big, think about WrestleMania. A WrestleMania, uh, you, you might not get 100,000. Say, say you get like 40,000. Okay. Doing the yes. Just one more time. It's been so long, man. <laughs> I'll take I can, it. I can, I can, I can, I can see the emotion in your face. It's been so long, man. <laughs> it's, man, it's been a man. I don't care where it is. Yeah. Whenever that the, the world <laughs> opens up and you can yeah. go to a wrestling show and there's forty thousand people, I'm I'm going to be there. <laughs> I'm going. <laughs> I want to be. The, I want to be able to say. I heard the, you messed up. I want to hear the, uh, this is awesome. I want to hear, I, I told Dave. I want to, I want to hear a fight forever chant just for LaGreca. I just want to, yeah, I want, I, I, I want to hear, I want to hear what? I'll take it. I'll take that I'll right take now. It. That's where we're at. That's where we're at as pro wrestling fans. I'll take some what chance. Let's go. <laughs> I'll take it. Anything, man. I'll take it. And that you know what? Yeah. That is what Daniel Bryan is gonna do. That first yes chant, oh, it's gonna blow the roof off. Yeah. It better be an open stadium. Cause they're gonna need to do some construction to fix the ceiling. It better be an open stadium. <laughs> Holy cow. I can't wait, man. Dan- Daniel Bryan would be a great option just yeah. for the simple fact of the historical reference that too. And you want, you want to pop people at home, right? Like it's one thing to pop the people, the live audience and get that reaction and build those memories for sure. But as you head into this, again, this peacock era, which I can't overstate enough, how important I think this is and how WWE wants to get off on the right foot. You want something that's going to rally people at home. Right. And and that's a story that we don't need the fans to tell us how special it is. Cause Mark, you just chronicled the history and the emotions that we all have surrounding Daniel Bryan. That is an emotional story that everyone can get behind you don't need an audience you don't need anything either storytelling's been done the audience has had their response over the last seven years we know what this is we know exactly what this is and we're here for it so i think that's as you said mark i think it's one of the reasons that you're thinking daniel bryan um it's another it's i think it's another reason why we're hearing a lot of people throw that name around as well i think the two names we've heard most from our nation nation listeners out there what bianca belair and daniel bryan yeah and 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 just finally so 
Yeah. They both deserve that spot in our hearts as well as in the ring. Yeah. And and when have they disappointed? Uh, well, I, for Bianca, I mean, a shorter track Bianca record, but never. Right, exactly. But for but but similarly, I mean, it's like it's it. I, the point you're trying to make, you put him in any situation. It doesn't matter where you put Daniel Bryan. You put him in a tag team with Kane. He's gonna make Team Hell no, and it's gonna be classic, right? You put uh, you know Bianca Belair in some situation, she's gonna make chicken salad out of chicken shit. She's just that sort of talent. She has that sort of charisma. You're absolutely right. Uh, when you talk about both of them, they're just true five tool players that can do anything you ask of them. And 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 we care. Yep. We're emotionally we invested in them. Yep. You hear the callers. Man, I love to see Bianca Belair. We get that hey. call at least once or twice a week. And the Chronicle and the Chronicle documentary that dropped as well. I think that directly coincides with the story that's being told as we talk about Bianca and her journey. And, and, and Mark, as you talk about people wanting to root for her, the WWE has made it very easy, and that's their job as, as you know, selling us this baby face. What's great for them is they don't have to sell that hard because we're already invested. We see it when she speaks. We hear it in her lungs. Like when, when, when Bianca steps on a screen or, when, you know, is on a microphone and there isn't a screen to watch her, it doesn't matter. You feel like... You are you're 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 in there with the Bianca Belair character, and that is that's transcendent. That's not something you can really teach, Mark. And Mark, I go back to three years ago and the first show that you and I did together, and the conversations we had about Bianca. The same stuff I saw three years ago, I see now, and that's authenticity. Yes, and that's that's how I pick them. Yep, that's how I pick. That's I mean, that's the way I, I walk in the room, and the person that walks in the room that everybody goes, who is that? Well, that's who I want because they draw attention because of who they are and they have an energy. They have this. And they're not, and they're not there. trying Mark and they're not they're trying. Not trying to do it. Right. Right. And it's not just the beauty. It's not just the talent. It's the, that extra. Some people just have it, man. <laughs> I, I mean, you know what? Uh, I've been accused of it before. <laughs> I've been a little guilty. I've I've, I've worn that label. (laughs) It takes one to know one. Yeah. And it really doesn't, but it helps. You've been there. You've done that. You understand. Right. And it's like, listen, uh, young man, (laughs) young lady, if you could take a little bit of instruction, you can make a lot of money and you can make history. What you want to do. I like it. And that's my pitch. I was going to say, why do I feel like that's the exact words you used to uh, Bianca Belair all those years ago? You know what? I I, I really used them to her dad. But, yeah. <laughs> um, but with Brian, that's what it was. And he mm-hmm. wasn't ready. He wasn't ready. A year and a half, almost two years later. Hey, man. You still think you can do it? Uh, yes. I'll make a phone call right now. Within four hours, can you be in Tampa? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can. Are you serious? That's a heart attack. Yeah. You're going to get a call in three, two, one. I had already sent the Wait, message. Wait, you, you, you were Morpheus? You were Morpheus? You were, you were I did guiding. Morpheus. I did the, I did the <laughs> Matrix song. <laughs> Turn left. No, your yeah, other leg. Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> like, I, bro. Yeah. I just knew. I knew he had it. I knew yeah. he had it. And and there's other ones. I mean, 
the best Daniel Bryan is is and until Bryan and and Bianca, uh, Baron Corbin is Baron Corbin. I think that he's gonna rise to the occasion too. But the people that I have my fingers on, there's some of them are at AEW, some of them are at at uh, Impact, holding the title at Impact. Yeah. The people I pick, they hold titles. And and I, I'm proud of it, but the 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 whole point is, I didn't. All I had to do was open the door, right? And at the rumble, you're going to see at least twenty five of the thirty men are guys. All you had to do was open the door. Those other five guys, they had to grind and and they had to work hard. And they had to sacrifice, you know. There's always those stories where they just didn't get a good shake, but they made the most of it, and, and they made it. Or they didn't have the natural gifts, uh, size-wise, of maybe like a Strowman or whatever right. the case. They had may to be. develop right. something, right. right? You know. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. I can't wait till Sunday, man. I can't wait. I, I, I say Sunday like it's a week away. That's how it feels. It's only one day, but it feels like it's a week away, man. Like the un the not knowing is the thing that's that's exciting me the most. Of course. It's like Christmas, <laughs> and man. I, I think I like when we take another call, I wanna ask somebody else. Are you excited because you don't know? Or are you excited because uh it's just a rumble? Right. Because nobody knows. Nobody knows. We 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 brought up two points on this show that we had no clue about. The Rock, what he oh with you Young know, Rock promoting. on NBC, right, right, right. And then brother called in and said Jinder Mahal. How man, that would be such a damn good story. Hold on, now hold on the oh, gender thing. You got another now, one? I would. Well, no, but the gender thing is, and I'm glad you brought it up again because it's something I didn't get to follow up on, and then you just you sparked my uh, interest again. Gender, there is the backstory. 3MB, uh, you know, McIntyre, it makes sense, right? The issue mm-hmm. you're going to run into, and maybe this is what you want to do. You want just a, a heel that is just going to piss people off and is going to do, you know, he's going to put, you know, McIntyre over even more and, and get that shine on him. But Mark, if you're talking about the anticipation and the what if factor and the not knowing, and you come away tomorrow and Jinder Mahal is your Royal Rumble winner when it could have been Brock Lesnar, it could have been Daniel Bryan, it could have been, and take your pick of people that we are intrigued by, the not knowing, and it ends up being Jinder Mahal, that the, the world is going to go nuclear on Jinder. Like, and maybe that's what they want. Maybe that's Listen, theoretically that's what you would want. Say you got Jinder. Uh, went out mm-hmm. five minutes before he's on the floor. He went under the ropes. He didn't go. Over. Okay. All right. You got Daniel Bryan and Braun Strowman and Daniel Bryan has Braun Strowman in a triangle choke and Braun manages to pick him up. He walks Daniel Bryan and hangs him over the ropes. Mm-hmm. And it looks like Braun is going to dump Daniel, and it's going to be Braun. And then Ginger slides it, dumps both of their asses, and he's the guy. <laughs> the heat it that would he be, would have. 
It would be ample. <laughs> and then he can go into a street and promo. This is my destiny. Drew McIntyre's living my dream. It was my mm. dream before it was his. All right. Yeah, it works. It definitely works. And he always was envious of me being champion. When he was in the Indies trying to rehabilitate himself, I was here drawing money, selling out houses, doing his thing. And now I've been on the outside. I don't like being on the outside. I'm royalty. I'm a king. I'm yada. And just go into it. And nobody's going to be pissed because both of them work hard every match. That's Seamus. For all that I I pick on Seamus about being stiff, and I pick on Seamus because he pushes the envelope every night, that's what I want. Yeah. He's going to bring the best out in somebody that they, they're not always wanting to bring the best out. Gender is one of those guys. Push you. You better bring it or you're going to look, you're going to look slow. You're going to look weak. You're going to look stupid in there with gender and you're not on top of your game. Him and Drew and the story that they tell will all be happy with it. Throw it up, Mark. Throw it up, Mark. Throw it up, Mark. Here on a Saturday, back here throwing up our W's, the Wu-Tang in full effect on a Saturday busted open. I'm Ryan. That is the world's strongest man, Mark Henry, getting your picks and predictions for the Mania matches. But, Mark, before we head out to the nation and get their picks and predictions, let's give ours, who we think is going to win, who we want to win, and who our dark horse pick is i'm gonna tell you right now who i think is going to win i think daniel bryan is gonna win i think it's pointing towards that i think it's the year of daniel bryan i think it's a good story that you can tell heading into mania a a story that we all understand and we've lived through when there was a crowd obviously with roman winning that mania the rock come excuse me winning that rumble the rock coming out getting booed out of the building that was supposed to be by our estimation the fans daniel bryan's rumble he's never won it before we talked about Mark, you know, he's the not the twilight, I don't know, the twilight of his career. I don't know. We just don't know. But he's acknowledged it. He's part-timing it, potentially going into the, you know, the rest of his career. So this Daniel Bryan uh, version that we're seeing today, I, I think it's one of the last chances that we're going to get to a believable Royal Rumble victory. So I think that is uh, what could and, 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 and most likely is going to happen for the men. Um, who I want to win, Mark. Who I want to win, I'm going to tell you right now. Corey Graves last night dubbed WrestleMania WrestleZania. No, you better not. In, in, in honor of Sami Zayn. No, I want, and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why I want Sami Zayn to win the Royal Rumble. I don't want Sami Zayn to take the Royal Rumble victory into WrestleMania. So I don't actually want to see Sami Zayn wrestling a Drew McIntyre or a Roman Reigns. But Mark, what he is doing, the justice for Sammy hashtag, the the interrupting of matches, the annoying 
factor that the quotient that he is bringing to the ring every single Friday and what he's doing on SmackDown, it is very reminiscent of a man that you knew very well, a, a friend of yours and a beloved wrestler to all of us, Owen Hart. It reminds me of what Owen did with the Slammies. And all I can think about is a Royal Rumble victory for Sami Zayn and what that would mean to him. I'm not, he's going to lose it at the next pay-per-view. Don't keep the opportunity all the way through Mania, Mark, but to have that. I'm the Royal Rumble winner. I'm the, you know, to, to, to lay it on thicker and to give him more as a character and something even larger to play with. I, I love the idea of Sami Zayn coming out and adding more layers. And, and as far as a dark horse, Mark, um, I love Brock Lesnar. I don't know if you can call Lesnar a dark horse. I'm putting him in the dark horse category because he hasn't been announced and we don't know if he's going to return. Mark, I think, again, a great story heading into Mania is Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns in the battle of Paul Heyman and his allegiance. I don't think you need a crowd for it. Would it be better? Sure. Or maybe it would be worse with the interruptions. But I know one thing. It would be A-plus shit heading into WrestleMania this year. So that would be my dark horse pick uh, as we talk about that. What say you? You know what? Um, I like that. We I told you everybody that was in there. Yeah, you can make a story for. You can buy to to say that they deserve, they belong. It can work. Sammy, it's a stretch, but I still like it. Yeah, I still like it, and I think that it will work. Um, I I would say Big E. Okay. Uh, Big E is one that um, has done everything right, and he said he wanted to earn it. Yep. On this send show? Him, send him in there. Ten. And make him earn it. All right. And stay through, and you earn it, and that tells that story. Dark Horse. I see a guy that's already been a Royal Rumble. Uh, uh, well, not Royal Rumble, but a guy that's already been a battle royal winner. And that's Cesaro. Okay. I'm the master of the Rumble. I have an Andre the Giant Memorial right. trophy in my house. And now I'm a Royal Rumble winner. And at WrestleMania, I'm going to be a world champion. Tells itself. Hell of a story. I'm with you. And I'm wondering <laughs> why you and I are not, like, sitting in the writer's room right now going, <laughs> guys, are y'all writing this down? Like, write this shit. You're not doing nothing. Write it down. That's what we should be doing right now. But I, I'm saying I think we, might have, man, we might have too much energy for any room in the professional wrestling world, Mark. Yeah, they might kick our ass out. Like, Absolutely. hey, man, y'all y'all ruining it for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I just can see everybody that they have, there's something for them. Yeah, for sure. And um, I don't, I just, you know, Brock is, Brock is a entity in his own. Like, yeah. he don't need this pay-per-view. He could take the next pay-per-view in between and take it over and do it. Like, you don't need this. You don't need it. 
what about a name? And Drew McIntyre's sh- not in it anyway. Right. Like, if Drew McIntyre was in it and Brock came back and he can get his revenge, that would be something, another story, a story that you could tell. But you can't tell a story with what's going on with the championship other than Brock beating everybody, coming in 30 and throwing out everybody, and then him facing Drew and saying, hey, now there's nobody else to, to, to interfere. Now kick me while I'm watching. Which Drew already did. Matter of fact, Drew did it to his face twice. Good point. So, I mean, you know, I, I, that's not, I don't see that like that. What about a name that we're not hearing from? And I'm shocked that uh, the calls we take taken and we're going to head. Hold on. No, not Shinsuke, although I would be more than okay with that. Um, and we're going to take some more calls when we come back. 877-FIGHT-93. So maybe, well, I mean, after I say it, maybe more people will be saying it or thinking about it or giving us an angle that we haven't thought about. But John Cena. How have we not heard John Cena's name? Like, as we talk about the Peacock deal, we talk about people who haven't been, you know, mentioned. We saw him last WrestleMania. I, I, I'm almost accustomed to seeing him at every single WrestleMania. Maybe not always the, you know, the the capacity that we're expecting. But Mark, I, I mean, this is a man who, again, you talked about the Rock. What does he have on his plate? You know, is this something? Would he take a million dollar payday to come back? We talked about the Young Rock debuting on uh, February 16th on NBC. What does Cena have going on? You know what I mean? Would he take a million dollar payday to come back, or a two million dollar payday to get in this program to head into WrestleMania? You got to think Cena's on the table, right? Hmm. Yeah, I guess so. But, you know, um, wasn't John Cena really trying to get away from that? And plus, he's working on um, the Suicide Squad right now. Oh, that's right. And Guns uh, just chimed in, said he's also uh, in the new Fast and the Furious. So, I mean, yeah, he's busy, but yeah, okay, maybe that takes him out. I don't know. I don't know, Mark, but I, I it's a name that I can't escape as we head into uh, WrestleMania season, Royal Rumble season, whatever you want to, you know, dub in the next 24 hours. Cena is a shadow that looms large. Yeah, I mean, he's a, he casts a large shadow in the wrestling yep. industry, but yep. I'm just going to go on my record as saying I think that, that that's a really dark horse. Hey everyone, this is Lisa Ann and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, The Lisa Ann Experience. This is my chance to share with you my experiences past and present, including how I went from living in the fantasy world of adult films to talking fantasy sports on Sirius XM. Each week I'll introduce you to some of the people I've met on my journey and invite friends on to help me read through the endless ridiculousness that lands in my inbox. New episodes are available every Wednesday on the Sirius XM app and Apple Podcasts. The landscape of pro wrestling is evolving, which means more options for fans. So many activities. Mark Henry and Ryan McKinnell are here to answer the difficult questions. What was the best show this week? You ain't first, you're last. The week's over, so get over. This is the Busted Open Weekly Winner. Yeah, that's right. You know what damn time it is. Hour three here on a Saturday. The busted open train is rolling along, and it is weekly winter time here on a Royal Rumble. It's not just any Saturday. It's a Royal Rumble Saturday, Mark, Henry, and yeah, it's weekly winter time. A lot on the line. SmackDown has been absolutely bludgeoning the competition for months on end. 
But Mark, it was a go home show last night, a little six man tag and some chaos to end the show. It wasn't Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens closing the show. It wasn't that authoritative stamp that we're used to on a Friday night. Did that affect your decision making as we head into weekly winner? What do you think? Well, as I said, uh, the last two weeks have basically told you who's going to be the champ again this week. And uh week before last it was AEW and last week it was SmackDown. So I mean NXT, I'm sorry. Yeah. And um as much as I love Raw this week, I thought Raw was a good show. It was more well balanced. Um you got to see exactly what it what you wanted to see for a change. The uh, promos were better. Um, and then Wednesday happened. Both shows start off like throw the gasoline on the fire and you get a big explosion at the beginning of the show. Um, AEW rides through um, an interesting show. But I have to say that it, it came down to the best wrestling show this week, which was NXT. NXT okay. just, they just don't, they get the wrestling right. The The wrestling is right. You know, I'm a thick boy guy. Uh, <laughs> I, I always want to see him do his thing. And he got to this week. Or I got, I got to see uh thick boy and swerve. Um, and and then you go to last night and you see that the show was entertaining all the way through the the, the main event got to the point to where well let let's before we get to the main event let's 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 kind of hover around um the 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 AJ Styles coming out Okay. It's like, this is not your place. You don't even go here. And you bring big almost. And the scene of Daniel Bryan getting up off the ground, AJ Styles hiding behind him, and Daniel Bryan coming up to his belly button almost, just a little bit above his, I, I, I thought was, Wow, interesting shot. Like you you don't realize how big that man is. And we we've never mentioned him really on this program. But he um he he got he got over without doing anything and that's hard to do. I thought that Sasha Banks promo um with the wine that was great. Uh, and and the uh, what do you call them? The sommelier, yeah, sommelier. Like I'm not. I'm not a wine drinker. I'm me not, neither. Yeah, you messed uh, me with that. I, I thought that <laughs> that was pretty damn interesting and in where it could go because yeah, it looked like he was a little smitten with Sasha. I mean, let's be honest. How could you? Who not? wouldn't be? Ah, yeah, exactly. I mean, not right. be smitten. Good, good use of the words. Good use of the word smitten too. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. He was whipped. If it, if it like he was nose was open, if it was raining, he would have drowned. 
Um, <laughs> I really do think that that was an interesting hook. I think that they can use that down the road. So it was a lot of things that connected on on SmackDown last night that I really loved. And then you get to Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn, uh, him going out there protesting with the signs and uh, Big E taking offense to it and coming and being very professional. Listen, I'm on a mission. I'm walking down here to he whoop sets, his ass sets, real quick. Sets the, but sets that's, the bell that's, down, takes it. I'm going to do off. this. <laughs> I thought it was like, man, it was so good. It was, yeah. And the the match being thrown out, and then they restarted. And then you have more guys come out, and you have guys at the announce table. You have guys protesting. It was so much going on that you just got this smorgasbord of what pro wrestling is. If you had never seen pro wrestling before a day in your life and you came in at the beginning of this match, you would be like, well, wh- why is that guy over there? And why? wait a minute, why are they breaking this match up? They should be kicked out of here. And they got heat for it. And then they enter the, the, the fray. And then Sheamus comes down at the end, and he gets the tag, and he goes through and does all his stuff. Like, it was exciting as hell. But <laughs> NXT was just good, man. And I can't even say one thing. Point out one thing that made that show great. It's the collection of well, yeah, the matches. everybody together. Yeah. The storylines all making sense and coming together. Even you know, the commercials were good. They showed two commercials about NXT UK. Did you see the guy flip flip? I was like, damn, show I want to see the they made me hungry to see the UK show. Yeah. So when when a show does that, and we had we had we got a return of Braun Strowman, and you know, I always hang my hat on championship changes and uh when you have a somebody return. Yeah. That show was so good that I, I have to veto it and go against my own two rules and and give NXT the nod again. Okay. Uh, what they're doing down there with, with the young people and the people that are coming from the developmental, um, I, I can't put, I, I, I can't give them enough praise. I mean, I really thought that those wrestling matches, um, we're the cream of the crop of the week, and I can't give it to SmackDown as much as I enjoyed the show because it was more entertaining. It was a better, it might have been better entertainment wise, but man, we're a pro wrestling show, and I, I just have to give SmackDown, I mean, I have to give um, NXT their due. 
All right, NXT taking home the W from the world's strongest man, Mark Henry. Now, listen, Mark, I didn't, I had no issue with the Wednesday uh, NXT show. It was a really good show, but it is not my weekly winner. Now, I'll say this: uh, I don't even know if it was my favorite show from Wednesday. I really enjoyed AEW. Now, it wasn't a typical uh, AEW show. It was a, it was, I don't know, it was a little bit disjointed from the regular storytelling that we've been getting used to from a week to week basis. It didn't, you know, it had a good, uh, Moxley promo talking about love and sex in the morning, right? Uh, there were really good matches. I absolutely love that jungle boy and Harwood match for me. That was Dax Harwood and jungle boy. Mark, that was probably match of the week, but it's not match of the week here for weekly winner. It's the best show of the week. And again, I liked having the good brothers and everybody show up like it was a it was a solid show aew was a really solid show it was a really good show um nxt was a really good show a lot of dusty cup classic matches uh but but as you said mark still probably the best pro wrestling show uh out there in terms of just in-ring action right consistently the best show i don't think i would argue with that smackdown for me again it was fine but it wasn't what we'd become accustomed to from the weeks past where it was just just this great build roman reigns opens the show he's in the middle of the show he closes the show just really compelling tv and that is not a problem for it's not a problem because you can't hold it against him, right? When you talk about SmackDown, the great bulk of the storytelling was already done leading into Royal Rumble. They didn't need the go-home show to put a bow on it. They just highlighted some of the talent. I I got no issue with that. That's awesome. That means you've done such a great job leading up to it that you didn't need to, like, sink the hook in with the final show. The hook was already set, right? So, again, not a, 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 a critique of SmackDown. It just was a different show. It was just booked a little bit differently. So it's going to cost them, at least for me, here in Weekly Winter Mark. It came down for me. It came down to AEW, and oddly, it came down enough to Monday Night Raw. Now, Monday Night Raw, it had a couple misses, right? It wasn't a perfect show, but no week or excuse me, no show this week really stood out to me as an A show. There was no quote-unquote perfect show or A show that really, you know, really, again, drew my attention. And I go back to what you said. You look at big returns, big moments, and title changes, right? Well, Raw didn't have a title change, but it had a title match, and it was Asuka and Alexa, and then you have Randy Orton hitting Alexa with the RKO. You talk, right? And then you talk about great returns. We were wondering about Edge. We were wondering when he was going to come back how he was going to be used if he was going to show up at rumble well he showed up on monday night raw and not only did he show up and and exactly not only did he show up on raw mark he showed up on raw and cut a promo that had half the nation chiming in today that they wanted to see edge win that that edge made monday night raw he made such an impact on that show and again coupled with solid pro wrestling the great uh gauntlet match that riddle had on monday with the hurt business right mark that was great pro wrestling you got your return. You got your championship with Asuka and Alexa. I granted it didn't end the way in a clean finish, but you got the the moment with the RKO. When you're talking about moments, you're talking about promos, you're talking about returns, you're talking about an entire package. And and often we talk about how the three hours hurts Monday Night Raw. It didn't hurt them this week, Mark. And weekly winner no. for me for the second time. I believe it's only the second time this year that uh, and and this goes back.
back to October, not January, since this new uh, sort of window opened up for the second time or how to, however many shows, Mark, Monday Night Raw for me has taken home the victory for Weekly Winner because I think they earned it. And again, I didn't think there was any show this week. I thought they were all in the B range. And I thought when you think about Edge returning with the promo, you think about Riddle in the gauntlet match, you think about Asuka and Alexa, the moments, Mark, the best show for me, it was Monday Night Raw. Did you see MSK? I'm pretty sure that was my Alexa, my Amazon thing just turned on. I must have said something. So hold you on one Alexa second. said Alexa Bliss. Yeah, I said Alexa Bliss and my Amazon turned on. So do me one second. You go ahead and say what you're going to say. I'm going to get up and go, go yeah. take care of this technical go problem. Turn her, go that, turn yeah. her off. <laughs> Set her straight. Now, when I, I MSK versus Killian Dane and Drake Maverick, Entertaining Drake Maverick and Killian Dane. The dynamic is always good. Uh, the promos always good because you 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 see the difference in the two guys. And the, all right, man, come on, let's go do this. Oh, are you talking about uh, Killian Dane and, and Drake Maverick? But MSK is polished. Yeah, they're a real tag team. That man, I. Don't, I I think they rival any tag team in the world as far as doing stuff. Now we got to get them to tell the stories that everybody, like the elite tag teams, the the New Day, we got to get them to tell the stories like the Dudleys. Like if we can get the storylines out of them, it's going to be hard to beat because I was entertained as hell. And – just the skill level is it's 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 it's, it's kind of AEW-esque when you see the what they do in the tags and you don't see a lot of that with WWE. So I I I I enjoyed that and I I you know some of that I give them the that's why the show got it for me. Is um the show was so balanced and um everything fit. Yeah. Like you know, I mean, Johnny Gargano, and then you go to, uh, and when, when I, when I hear that music and I know that I'm going to see Adam Cole and the the rest of the game, um, it's hard for me to vote against that. And, uh, Kyle O'Reilly, he, he's stepping it up, man. Kyle O'Reilly is, is slowly becoming my favorite guy in the group because of his emotion. And the other guys get angry, but you can see a, a, a gambit of emotions with O'Reilly. And I think that he is more than a mean guy. He's more than a comical guy. When he goes funny, he's amusing as hell. He's got when great he's time. serious, he, yeah. his timing is impeccable. Yep. And I, I just I just felt like that was the better show. But you know what, yep. man? We we splitting atoms. This week, I think, was the week that Raw was good, AEW was good, NXT was good, and we watched SmackDown last night, and it was good. I think everybody was pretty much equal, but if you're not first, you're last. And we both had different opinions. I would like to see what the nation thinks uh, about this week in wrestling rather than you let them be the tiebreakers. 
There we go. That's what we'll do. I went with Monday Night Raw. Mark went with NXT. Uh, not a little bit outside the realm of what we've been used to over the last few months, but that's a good thing. That just is a good means good thing for professional wrestling. It was a good week. Everyone putting on solid shows from They're Monday say all it was the way a balanced to Friday. Week. It was They're a balanced week. That we, didn't it was a balanced about, week. we didn't even we didn't even talk about impact. So again, it's continuing. You talk about balance yeah. uh, benefiting from obviously this partnership with AEW and whatever that means as the worlds collide and as those stories get told more as the weeks go by that's exciting as well so it is a good time to be a pro wrestling fan but as Mark said yeah let's hear from the nation who was your weekly winner nation 877 fight 93 877 and as we come back I want to get your thoughts again on weekly winner I want to get your picks on the rumble but it's also time we dive into championship talk as we head into Royal Rumble two championships on the line Roman Reigns Drew McIntyre is there going to be a change do we want there to be a change what is going to happen in 24 hours with the titles thanks for listening catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9am to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156 the Busted Open Podcast with the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.